0: This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please check the show notes for helpful resources.
1: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello,
0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Eight with Ali podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day today and today's episode is going to be about binge eating, how I stopped it. Oh, and thank you to everyone that had a listen to my first episode of my podcast. It's such a cool feeling and I really do hope that, you know, things that I talk about will help and benefit you all. So, thank you for listening, it makes me really happy. So, the reason that I feel like stopping binge eating was such a big part of my journey to recover from my eating disorder is because... Part of the whole reason that I was binge eating was because I thought I could vomit it out afterwards. So not only did I have to stop the vomiting, I also had to stop the patterns of binge eating because, you know, I assumed that I could vomit it out after. So it actually took a while to wrap around the fact that I couldn't, you know, eat that same amount and get away with vomiting it out. So it was just like a really bad cycle and it was very difficult to get out of. So before I get into the ways that I stopped my binge eating, I just want to point out that I am not a dietitian or a nutritionist. This is just the ways that i found really helpful in my journey and I want to share it with you and hopefully some of them will work with you. Try them all out, see what works, see what doesn't. I'm sure it could be different for everyone, but yeah, please let me know if any of these tips help. So most of the reasons that I'm actually going to talk about is already on my TikTok account, but only very quickly do I describe them. So I thought it would be good if I just had a whole episode where... All my reasons are bunched together in, you know, one place and you can listen to it all at once and see what works for you. A few other points in here, though, I have not mentioned yet. So this will be an exclusive, but I'm sure I will end up posting the rest onto TikTok just for people that don't listen to this so that they can have an insight too. All right. So... Binge eating I feel is just when you know you eat a lot of a very large excessive amount of food in one sitting. I remember when I really really was deep in the binge eating I would have maybe like four or five meals plus snacks in one sitting and I felt physically and mentally ill like my stomach literally (laughs) felt like it was about to explode and I would be like it, it felt like a challenge to even once I had you know eating all that food and I'm sitting or lying down it was like I was in a food coma which probably makes sense with how much I was eating that it was difficult to get up so um yeah I had to really force myself to get up and go to the toilet so that in between time from eating all this food to going to the toilet I was so just sitting there so uncomfortable physically and then also just putting myself down mentally so by forcing myself to get up, it was my mind saying, "Get up, get up!" Like you have just put all this food inside of you. You need to get up and get it out of you. Otherwise, you'll be fat. You'll be this. You'll be that. Like, ah, not fun. I will say though, I was I still felt very unhappy and anxious and just very overwhelmed eating all this food. It was just really it was really just my escape. And even though it didn't even make me happy in the moment, I. I felt that bit of control when I would vomit it out after, but yeah, it it was really just an unhealthy cycle where I'd eat and feel unhappy and feel guilt and then feel guilty until I vomited it out, felt guilty once I vomited it out, and after that, yeah, just always feeling so much guilt, it's crazy. It's crazy and now we have to do something about it. So, here we go, here are the ways that I stopped binge eating. So I think one of the biggest ways that helped me stop binge eating was identifying that most of the time I wasn't even hungry. I felt like I would try to eat and you know go through the binge and purge cycle every time that I was wanting to distract myself from another emotion. So a lot of the time I was actually just bored or maybe I was stressed or anxious, unhappy, even dehydrated. And I seemed to find the comfort in food. So when I was feeling all these things, I wanted something to focus on instead. So I'd go and eat and yeah, just begin that feelings of guilt and dread to go to the toilet afterwards. But it was still at the time it seemed better than, you know, thinking about whatever I was anxious about or just worried or unhappy. So I found a lot of comfort in food. So once I identified that I was actually not hungry most of the time, it was able I was able to more confront my feelings and why I was feeling these things and then why I wanted to go to food, which is how I got to the conclusion that I wanted the comfort from food and the temporary, temporary relief when I vomited it out. It was kind of like a distraction, like a, a break from all the other feelings that I was feeling, but not v- beneficial at all. So I'd ask myself, is me wanting to eat all this food a a response for something else? And once I started asking myself, I realized that I wasn't actually wanting food. So what I would do is I'd set a timer, I'd wait about half an hour and see if I was still hungry after that. If I was then I'd try to eat something healthy like a a snack or something maybe like a banana and if that didn't work then I would then go make something as reasonably healthy as possible. I, I really tried to avoid kind of going straight for the junk foods because especially I'm trying to recover from my eating disorder. Eating junk foods was one of the main most harshest critic in my head for get this food out of you now you know what it's going to do to you so it's crazy how the mind can tell you not this is going to fuck you up if you eat this and not vomit it out but it doesn't quite tell you your eating disorder doesn't tell you that it's also fucking you up by vomiting it out so you have to find that balance the in between like I still I still like my you know burgers and stuff like that but I try to also eat a lot of whole foods which I'll get into shortly. So yeah, during this time when I would be not eating and setting that timer, I would try to preoccupy myself. So I would try to go for walks, I would listen to podcasts, I would listen to music. Um, I would drink a lot of water because I just found that it really helped me kind of be full in a different way. And because I had acknowledged that most of the time I wasn't even hungry, having all this water in the meantime kind of gave my body that feeling that I was a bit fuller, when my mind is saying food, 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 don't think about anxiety, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, drinking a lot of water during this period of time really helped. And if I was still hungry after this time, then I'd have a bit of food, but I feel like majority of the time, I was able to acknowledge that I was trying to distract myself from something else and the water also helped give my body that satisfaction that I was full. So the next tip is me having a big glass of water before every meal. This is because um, our brain takes 20 minutes to realize that it's full. So if I had a big glass of water before, my body would kind of identify before my mind, who loves the binge eating, that, you know, I'm feeling a bit full, It might be time to stop. So I'd always have a big glass of water before the meals and it definitely helps me feel fuller quicker. Especially when my mind is like, nah, you're not full. Keep eating. Don't worry, you can vomit it out later. Nuh-uh. Fuck that. No, 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 no. I'm stopping now and thank you, water. Thank you very much. I also bought smaller bowls and plates. It was pretty fun. I went on online shopping and I chose some cute little bowls and I used them as my, you know, as my way of serving my food from now on. I did this because I felt that when I, whenever I was getting portions, I liked my, you know, my plate or my bowl being really full. So if I got smaller bowls, I could still be doing that and, you know, con- tricking my mind to think that I was eating, you know, a full plate of portion and that that's all good. But I was still having a smaller amount. So I would still fill up my smaller versions, like smaller bowls, now to the top. But it would actually be less because they were smaller in size. Give that a go. I think this was actually one of the coolest and most helpful reasons just simply because it was kind of a fun way to convince myself that I was eating less while still having a what seemed like a reasonable portion I would also chew slower and eat no my apologies I would chew more and eat slower this was really helpful because when I binged ate a lot I wouldn't even Process what the fuck I was eating. i will just be like, raw, raw, like absolutely stuffing myself and just eating really fast, really quick. And leading into that, when I would chew and eat slower, I would also appreciate what I was eating. So just try to be like, wow, this this piece of fruit is delicious. Aren't I lucky to be having it? Let's let's embrace the whole meal and just eat it really slowly so I can get every sensation of every yummy, delicious bite. And I just felt like this really helped me to slow down and appreciate what I was eating so I wouldn't be, like, rushing to finish it to go throw up after. Not that I was doing that at this stage. This was when I was trying to recover and stop the binging and the purging. Another thing that really helped is that I tried to become Chef Ali. To be honest, even before that, I really liked making fun stuff like... I'll have to show you guys some of the cinnamon rolls I made I used to make fun videos for that uh, yeah I just found like an enjoyment in cooking I think I enjoy it more now that I'm actually keeping it in and embracing and appreciating what I'm eating as I said just before so I would suggest to put on your chef hats and start enjoying cooking and going to the grocery store and buying all these Whole Foods and being like, hmm, what is my creative mind going to think of today? Like now, I don't really think I follow many recipes. Yes, I do sometimes, but I've recently found quite a joy to just choose something that I want to cook and add in my own ingredients and, you know, eyeball everything and just see what my amazing brain can think of. So i definitely give that a go um, if you feel like finding recipes is easier than 100% do that I still follow recipes sometimes but when I'm just making like I don't know recently I made meatballs and they were really delicious yum um I just eyeballed everything added what I thought would be nice and it was so so good so just find an enjoyment in consuming what you are and even the time before because you know cooking can be time consuming be like wow I put all this effort into this I cannot wait to eat it and keep it in and let my stomach love it and uh, enjoy it. Yep, I spend so much time and effort, you know, trying to create and cook a home-cooked lovely meal. Why would I then go and throw it up? Just kind of, you know, give yourself a way to convince yourself that it's okay to keep the food in and there's a reason why you are, besides, of course obviously try to look after your health and well-being. All right so another reason that really helped me kind of I guess feel a bit better if I had to keep a meal in or even if I just ate a bit too much and it, it was kind of making me feel uncomfortable I would go and exercise. Even if I exercised before I ate a meal I still feel better felt better eating that meal after that um, but also I would go and exercise afterwards you know once the food's digested because you don't want to feel it coming back up when you're doing a jumping jack or whatever. Um, But yeah, the exercising really helped me just to feel more, first of all, mentally happy. Going to the gym just really helped me release all that anxiety, all those feelings and especially the ones to do with eating because exercise just made me feel really happy and less anxious, which is always a good thing. Uh, So what I do at the gym before when I had the PT, I don't have it anymore, unfortunately, but I now use this app called sweat which I highly recommend just because it's one of the only fitness apps I've really tried but so far I I don't feel like I have to go anywhere else um yeah it just has really like straightforward exercises they show you how to do it as well as a written explanation and trust me the title suits because I am fucking sweating by the end it is ridiculous I didn't know I could sweat that much but um very, very good feeling and it also helps you schedule out the week so that you can just kind of get to the gym. Oh yeah, this is another thing. Uh, I felt like when I went to the gym, especially just after I stopped having the PT. Thank you, COVID. Thank you. Um, I, I felt like I would fuck around at the gym a lot just trying to go on random exercises. But I felt like once I got to the gym with this app and had a set routine for each day... I had less wasted time and on top of that, I knew exactly what I was doing and it was more structured and structure is always good. It's it's definitely a good habit to get yourself in and it also gives you achievements after every exercise you complete, like every workout, I should say. Yeah, so it's just really good and I really, really enjoyed it. Would highly recommend the app Sweat. You can find it on the app store. I, I pay for it, but I, I'm not sure how much it is. Like $20 a month or something. But I know you can get the yearly subscription. So I think that's a, a big money saver. So have a look at that. I'm sure you will enjoy it. Okay, here's another big one. Don't skip meals. When I was trying to recover from my bingeing and my purging, I would try to then starve myself at the beginning. Not helpful. This was problematic for a few reasons. One of them is because if I'm trying to recover from an eating disorder where I binge and purge, on top of that, then having to starve myself so that I can, you know, fucking not binge and purge is not helpful. It's like putting even extra pressure on myself that I have to go from one complete opposite end to a complete different side yeah like if I'm trying to stop binging and purging why on earth would I then try to starve myself like like I understand why I did it it's because I'm so used to eating such an excessive amount thinking that I can then throw it up and everything will be all good but if I'm then like just not eating anything at all that's just causing me anxiety like I felt like because I couldn't eat anything now it would just be easier just to keep vomiting it out because it's already hard enough to try and get out of that cycle to then be putting extra pressure on myself not to eat anything. It was just really not beneficial and it really pushed me back to want to binge and purge because it was just too much pressure, too much to overcome at once. And I think my main focus really just had to be the non-vomiting. So yeah, that's one of the reasons. This was also unhelpful because then If I, for example, didn't eat the entire day and it comes to dinner time, I would be absolutely starving that I would end up eating more than I would in two separate balanced meals. Because if you don't eat all day, you are going to be fucking hungry by the end of the day, right? (laughs) So I would just be absolutely starving that I'd eat excessive amounts again. Obviously not as much as I would if I knew that I was going to vomit it out after, but I would still eat a bigger portion than necessary just because... You know, your, your mind takes about 20 minutes before it realizes and establishes that it's full. So, because I've been hungry all day, my brain is just like, eat, 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 eat. And it was just not helpful and not a good strategy. So, do not starve yourself throughout the day to eat one meal. Eat more balanced meals throughout the day. So, yeah, definitely eating more smaller balanced meals is definitely more beneficial than overeating when you are starving. Another thing that I would do is try to eat with feelings of positivity. This is because when I was, you know, doing the binging and the purging, when I was eating, I would be feeling guilt, unhappiness, dread and self-hatred for doing this to myself because I deep down knew that I was hurting myself, but I also was looking for that temporary satisfaction of having the food taken out of me. It was the only thing really that I felt I had control of at the time. So what I tried to do instead was start to think of the positives when I was on my journey to recovery. When I would eat, I would practice mindful eating and filling my body like I was filling my body with nutrition and energy and strength to gym, to exercise, to feel happy and healthy. So I converted my thoughts from guilt and dread of eating excessive amounts that I would go throw it up to thinking about the positives of what keeping this food will do to me. And I thought these while I was eating and afterwards because my mind was so used to thinking about the negatives with the binging and the purging that it would be a big focus in my brain. So I had to distract them and redirect these thoughts to the positives. And these positives included me looking after my mental health and well-being, of course, and also to be able to control my anxiety a bit better and feed my brain and my body nutrition, which is what it needs to fuel and to live a happy, healthy life. I would also cheer myself on uh, when I was keeping the food in. I reminded myself that I was making a difference to my mental and physical health. I thought about how I was proud of myself and how it's such a better feeling than guilt and unhappiness with myself. Energy flows where attention goes. So if you just remember, remember that quote, by the way, thank you, Tony Robbins, for that one energy flows where attention goes so if i'm thinking you suck you're keeping food in you why the fuck are you doing this blah 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 then i'm going to feel down i'm going to feel unhappy and i'm going to feel guilty but if i eat the food and i'm thinking go me i'm making a difference i'm looking after my health and i'm feeding my body and my mind nutrition i'm going to feel better and even though Especially at the beginning, my brain was still, even if I was telling myself these positive things, I would still have that deeper feeling of guilt and everything that I was used to. Because it was a habit, it was something that I had formed in my mind. It was habitual with the binging and the purging and the thoughts behind it. So I understood that I'm still gonna feel like this for a while, but the more you practice something, the easier it will become.
1: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.
0: So just keep telling yourself all the positive reasons that keeping the food in you will do. So I would try to remove all the negative feelings to do with eating. And just focus on being calm and present and try to become a chef and, you know, like a master, but try to become a master chef. Think of every flavor that you were tasting. Be present, be thankful for what you were having and focus on being a mindful eater in the now rather than what this food will do to you after how your stomach will look after ignore anything from the past or the future and just focus on being in the now and eating your food that is supplying you nutrition and energy another thing that i found really helpful to continue and be inspired to not binge and purge is to find a deeper motivation than just being skinnier and smaller without damaging my body so Of course, that is such a big and main reason that I wanted to stop the binge and purge, but I had to look deeper than just my body size. So I would start to think how if I didn't do this binge and purge, my mental health would be better and my physical health as well. Like the amount of heart and body pain that I felt all the time and just how weak and tired I always felt, it was horrible. So I thought about that and how if I stopped the binging and the purging especially it would slowly but surely go away and that was my bigger motivation like mental health is a huge one if I feel better in the head then I will feel better all around and I do now like obviously I still have my anxious moments but I meditate and that is awesome it's my new spirit animal and I will get into meditation very shortly but yeah, I think it's really important to not just look at one particular reason to stop the binging and the purging, something that is very body focused, like on your physical appearance. Physical health is important as well. Think more about the physical health and mental health benefits. Think about what, what you would like in the long term, something that makes your binging and purging goal sustainable for a forever, rather than just until you get to a a size that seems right to you without purging. So yeah, that's really what I did and I found it much better than just focusing on my body staying small, then hurting myself and looking further into that. And why do I want to be doing this? Obviously it's because of my, how I was making my body and my mind feel. So if that went away, what good would that do for me? So look deeper than, look, look in between the lines. Look further. Look further than just your body size and what good that the binging and purging will do to you. Set a motivational goal further than your looks. Now, to get into the food side of things a bit more, I would try to eat the rainbow. What is colorful things? Fruit and veggies. So the more color I had in my meals, the more I was eating the rainbows and yeah, the more healthy it would be really. What is colorful things? Fruit and veggies. So the more colors there are, the more better the meal is for you. Oh, and these rainbow foods that I would eat would not just be vegetables that I disliked. So I would try to experiment in different fruits and veggies that I liked. This way, it didn't feel like a chore to eat the veggies and the fruits. So for example, I really like broccoli and beetroot and banana, there's so many more, but for some reason that is all that's coming to my head. And oh, by the way, if you go to like supermarkets, they have really cool and colorful frozen veggie packets and apparently frozen veggies have more nutrition in it. So I would go and try those. Also, did you notice how I said apparently? It was the apparently. I, I don't know the rest of the meme, but love that. But yeah, just experiment with different frozen food veggies or whatever other veggies that you like and make that plate of yours rainbow for foods that you enjoy so that it doesn't feel like a chore because it feels like a chore, you don't really want to do it. And so I really try to find motivation and excitement in doing these good things for myself. And that helps and is easier to do if you are actually enjoying doing it and like eating it. And the best part is that the more that I experimented and tried different vegetables, the more my love grew for them. So now I have a lot and I like most veggies. I would also plan my meals in advance. This was like so I could avoid eating excessive amounts of fast food for last minute decisions of my meals and saving money of course but yeah just to more enjoy what I was eating and be able to choose more whole foods because when you go to like restaurants and stuff especially don't get me wrong I love my restaurant (laughs) foods but when you actually cook for yourself and you know plan what you're gonna eat, you kind of know exactly what you are going to be eating. Like Whole Foods, you know you got your your mints and stuff like that. Especially extra lean is really yummy, and pasteurized eggs. I highly recommend. They are the best types of eggs you can get. Pasteurized eggs contain twice as much omega three fat, three times more vitamin D, four times more vitamin E. And seven times more beta carotene, I hope I said that right, Then hen raised eggs. If you are looking to buy these pasteurized raised eggs, I don't think they sell it at Coles. I've checked in many, have not found it yet. So if you actually have a Coles that you know sells these pasteurized raised eggs, please let me know. But I do know Woolworth's has them. Go check them out. They are delicious. You know, eggs are always good. I also eat a lot of eggs. So plan out your week. We love organizing, make everything structured so that you kind of know what's coming because once again, your brain is habitual. So if you get into structured and patterned behaviors, it will follow. And soon it's less of a, less of a brainer. So you can start to kind of do it more in autopilot mode, but as you do with the bad habits. So we are trying to get our brain on autopilot mode for the good. So another thing that I would do is brush my teeth after I have eaten. This was kind of to prevent me from eating more. I establish brushing my teeth with like going to sleep and settling down or just stu- Or even when I brush my teeth in the morning. I do brush my teeth in the morning too, don't worry. I establish it with getting ready for the day and normally this is all done after I've eaten. And because nobody, well I certainly don't like tasting minty toothpaste with my food. So once I brush my teeth, that kind of just gives my brain the friendly reminder that it is time to stop eating. Give this a go. I feel like this is also a really helpful one that has done well for me because nobody likes a minty flavoured meal unless it's gum or something, but that's not really food. So there you go. Oh, and not to forget about the meditation. I feel like meditation has been such a beneficial thing in my life. Uh, It's become my new spirit animal, as I said before. It makes me more calm and more present and more rational. So whenever I'm feeling anxious, I meditate. And I meditate over 40 minutes a day. So I'll do a 20-minute session in the morning and 20 at night. But I tend to go over my 20 minutes in both sessions just because I'm like calm and in the moment. And so I keep it going. So it goes over. And then if I have any anxious moments throughout the day, I'll do this like two-minute quick meditation, which is awesome. And really helps just bring me back in the moment and get rid of that that stress oh and also keep in mind that 40 minutes may sound a lot maybe it doesn't but I originally started with 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night so as I started to grow and love meditation even more I increased the time to meditate so even if you start with five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night that is still awesome and I'm sure as you grow to love it you will want to increase the amount of time you spend doing it a day so what I would do in my meditation sessions is give myself I am statements. I'd say I'm healthy, I'm fit, I'm strong, I'm strong-minded, I'm growing as a person, I'm growing as an individual, I am a mindful eater. I say so many other things. So let me know if you want a more in-depth understanding and guide to what I say, but this is more to do with my eating. The big one is I'm a mindful eater and I just say that to program in my brain that I have control in what I eat. And I say all these things because the more I say something to myself, the more I believe it and the more I will action it. It takes our brain a while to like believe and establish something. So just reinforcing it in my head every day in my meditation and when I eat and stuff is just really helpful. And it makes me believe in myself more and what I can do. I would also not put myself down if I overate. I definitely did this at the beginning and it just was not helpful. It just made me feel really demotivated and unhappy and just putting myself down for not getting something done straight away. But I started to realise that I have formed these habits in my head, so it's going to be hard to unform them. If I've thought a certain way for such a long time and I've completed the same behaviours over and over and over again, my brain's not just going to forget about it and it's going to go to the autopilot mode. So it's important to not, not put yourself down because then it just demotivates you and doesn't really make you want to keep trying if you've put such a negative stigma around giving things a go, giving new things a go. Get rid of that mindset. Be ambitious, be empowered, be motivated and get your goals, achieve your goals. It is all about the mindset. So when I would overeat, although I would feel uncomfortable about it, I would try to put better thoughts in my head. I would ask myself what I could do better next time so I could keep that in mind for the next time. And I would keep myself aware of my actions and I would keep myself aware that this is a working progress and that it will take time to reestablish these new habits in my head. So if I had that uncomfortable feeling of too much food or really any food in me, I would just focus on the fact that I'm not vomiting and I'm trying to look after my mental health and well-being. And that kept me inspired to keep going. I would also avoid having snacks around the house, unless it's like, um, I got these fava beans, which are delicious. I haven't had them in a bit actually, but they are really yummy and really good for you. But other than that, and and like bananas and stuff, those are kind of what I consider snacks at the moment. Uh, I would not have any, you know, like chips or kind of junk food kind of snacks because they are tasty and I would eat it all. So just don't buy them. Don't have those temptations. Obviously, I like having it every once in a while, but if I have them in the house, then it makes it easier to consume it on a more frequent basis. Okay, now drum roll for my final tip for this Stopping Binge Eating podcast episode. I will hope to have another one in future because I'm actually still working on bringing new tips into my own life. So I want to share them once I've kind of established that they work and how it's made me feel and stuff. I only really want to talk about things here that I've experienced and gone through so I can teach what I know rather than just spitting bars and saying whatever. So stay tuned for my new tips that I'm bringing into my own life as we speak. Oh, I almost forgot to give the last tip. Um, the last tip is I try to stop eating before I feel that fullness. So... It can be a bit challenging, especially at the beginning, to kind of find that that middle ground. I would... Like, that middle ground is when I'm not full and I'm not hungry either. So it's just before. And it can be very hard to kind of find where that is. That one kind of took me a while to get a handle on. But yeah, once I kind of developed where that middle ground was for me, that that, that sweet spot, it was very... It made me not have to go away from the situation feeling really full and uncomfortable. Instead, I knew that I had food in me and that I was doing a good thing for my body and my mind. So yeah, if you try to find that sweet middle ground where you're not too full and you're not too hungry either, it it has a better after effect. For me, I really found that if I wasn't feeling so uncomfortable afterwards, it it helped me have other things in my mind rather than just how uncomfortable I felt and spiraling into wanting to vomit it out again. So yeah, if you try to focus on the good, then good will come. Remember, energy flows where attention goes. Keep repeating that to yourself. Keep, 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 keep repeating that. It literally works in every scenario. So yeah, try to take note every meal, be more mindful of what you're feeling Try to be mindful when you're feeling at a more fuller stage and also when you're feeling still hungry. And yeah, don't expect to kind of get this one under the rope straight away. It's about kind of understanding and getting to know your body and how to look after it. Okay, and just as a quick reflection of everything we have just talked about today, I'll summarise everything we have just discussed. Get out a pen and paper or use your intelligent brain to remember it in the head. So we have identifying whether or not you are actually hungry or if these emotions and hunger is in response to something. The tip for this was to wait at least half an hour and see how you feel after that and drink a lot of water in the meantime. We have to chew more, eat slower and embrace and enjoy what we are eating. To cook more whole foods, to avoid skipping meals and have smaller, more balanced meals instead. Think of the positives that will come when you nourish and feed your body. And try to remove those negative feelings, you know, of guilt and of unhappiness and the fear of being bigger. You want to try to be calm and meditate. We love meditation. Eat the rainbow. Rainbows are pretty and so is your body. Look after it. Avoid putting yourself down if you overeat a little bit. Just so you don't start regretting and dreading the progress of healing and stopping the binge eating. Go on a fun shopping trip and buy smaller plates and bowls to trick your mind that you are actually eating a full plate of food. Try to stop eating before you are completely and utterly full. Avoid delicious but unhealthy snacks in the house. You can always use the, you know, at the beginning how we just talked about waiting half an hour, then would be a good time to have healthy snacks like the fava bean. And yes, once I have put more into practice, some more binge eating tips, I will create a part two of stopping binge eating. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening to all the different tips that I have for binge eating. Please let me know which ones work for you and if you have any other suggestions, I would love to hear. But those are what have worked for me and that's why I'm sharing them with you to hopefully help you as well. Oh my gosh. Also, I just realized that I've had the microphone on the wrong setting this entire podcast. Oh, good grief. This is so... (laughs) No, it should sound okay, but... I apologise if the sound sounds a bit funky, because I've had it on the wrong setting this entire bloody time. And I only just checked as soon as the podcast ended, because I was busy blabbering away. But the main point is the binge eating tips, so I I considered re-recording this episode, but I don't really think that would be as genuine of me, because as I'm babbling away about everything, yeah, I just feel like I'm really talking to you as if you're in the room with me. So I feel like if I was to re-record it, that wouldn't be as much of the same because I'd pretty much be repeating absolutely everything, almost as if it's a script. But this is not a script. This is just me being me. So yeah, thank you for listening. I've loved talking to you. I love making these and just being able to share everything that I wish I knew with you when I was struggling. And I hope it helps. I hope you have a wonderful day and that you keep working towards living... A happy, motivated and inspired and ambitious life. You can do it. It's in you. Build that strength. Build that courage. I really didn't think I'd ever have it and I do now. And it's crazy how you can go from thinking one certain way to a completely opposite one. And it takes time and it takes work and it takes consistency and effort. So let's get you there. Take care and stay safe and remember to eat with Allie. Woo!